Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, we're a music podcast that chats to artists, musicians and creatives on their songwriting craft and upcoming projects. I'm your host Simon Fink and welcome to episode 264. Our guest today on the podcast, I feel pretty comfortable in saying that she's a friend of the pod. It is Charlie and she has bloody well gone and done it. She's released her debut EP today, which is called Time Bombs. She's also taking the crown from Sam and Jono from Sly Withers today as the most frequented guest on this very podcast, with this being her third time chatting with us. If you've enjoyed any of our previous conversations with Charlie or Sly Withers, or you're brand new to the pod, make sure you're following us across all of our socials, whether it be Insta, TikTok, or YouTube, and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on whatever podcast application that you use so you know when we have new guests on. All details on where to follow and subscribe can be found within the episode show notes. We also want to provide a listener discretion for this episode. For the first time ever in the history of the podcast, our microphone cut out about five minutes into the chat with Charlie. Luckily, we did have a backup microphone that kind of kicked in, but you will notice a definite drop in quality of audio for my voice and my voice alone. Charlie's voice will remain unchanged throughout the episode, we are just providing a heads up for when that kicks in about five minutes in. Our guest today is Charlie. The pop singer and songwriter burst onto the Australian music scene in 2021 with her debut single, Hard For Me, and has been, in our humble opinion, kicking goals ever since. She continued to release music over the years like singles Arizona and the Eurovision entry, I Suck At Being Lonely, until this year brought upon a new sound for her. While still very much in the pop realm, she began releasing music that sonically ventured a little outside pop and brought in influences like rock and indie and a few other bits and pieces added to the sound. She returned with the brilliant, now award-winning Worst Taste in Girls earlier this year and in the last few months has supported and duetted with Stephen Sanchez. She's hung out with Abby Chatfield and she's released another bang of a single in Heartbreaker. Today, she's releasing her debut EP, which is titled time bombs it's a brilliant body of work for the already incredible singer and we're so glad she's back on the pod to chat about it in today's episode we talk to charlie about where the single time bombs came from and the heartbreak behind it we discuss the various locations around the world where the ep was written and how some places inspired certain sounds we also talked to Charlie about getting on the road with both her own headline tour in july and then with g flip in september We've included everywhere that you can buy or stream the EP within the show notes, along with where you can see Charlie live. And we want to say a massive thank you to Miriam from EMI for her help with this episode. Here is our conversation with Charlie. It's just the right amount of time it takes to fall in love. 
This song is yours, Charlie. Hello, friend. Hello. How are we? Good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, we were just speaking before we started recording, but thank you once again for coming back and uh, and chatting with us one more time, Charlie. I very much appreciate it. One more time. This is the last time. That's not third acceptable. and final. That's correct. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do actually have to point out. I think that you now have. Um, the Perth punk band Sly with has previously held the crown for most appearances um, on the podcast. But I think today, and the fact that we've done, we went record shopping in Sydney earlier in the year, I think you now have taken that crown from them. So yeah. congratulations. And Sly Withers, you've got some work to do. Thank you. I, um, I expect a crown arriving at my doorstep <laughs> today, please. <laughs> with the song is yours, Queen, on it. <laughs> We, we actually did get them trophies, so now I feel like I have to... Um, I will sort something out. I'll get it sent to me and we'll, we'll do something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please, thank you. Done, 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 done. Um, I feel like even since we caught up in... I think it was in April that we went record shopping. Yeah. It's been an incredible few months for you and I'm going to list just one or two things that have happened and, and um, we can discuss from there. You've toured with Stephen Sanchez and duetted on Until I Found You. Uh, you've announced you're touring with G Flip. You've announced your own headline tour. And then the reason why we're talking today is because you are releasing your first debut EP, Time Bombs. Congratulations. What a stellar few months. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. It feels so nice to... You know, I've been doing this for a couple of years and nothing has felt as as much movement as it has right now and it makes me so happy that it feels like it's it's slowly starting to pay off because you know being a musician is it's a fun game um <laughs> so yeah getting all those opportunities and having people you know really start to believe in me just means the absolute world i can't tell you enough <laughs> i love that and i think um uh, one actually, one thing that I forgot to mention, which I'll, I'll also say congratulations for, was that the Emerging Songwriter Prize yeah. at the event Young Writing Comedy. Yeah, I think we discussed it in April. Worst Tasting Girls, very catchy song, but now it's an award-winning song as well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, I did not. I did not expect to win that either because. The way that that works is you you literally just have to submit your song and pay fifty dollars, <laughs> and then you just you just hope for the best. And I've done that every year for like the last three years, and nothing's come of it. I think I've I've made the top one hundred, um, but now it's got some, you know, people are just starting to to see it. So again, thank you. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. It's very, um, well, it's very well deserved. And I think that um, we have uh, had the pleasure of speaking with you over the years, over a number of singles and uh, releases and the Eurovision single as well. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly exciting that Time Bombs is now coming out. And there's this, I feel like it's a, it's a culmination of all the hard work and effort that you've been putting in. 
I imagine is that what it kind of feels like to you as well now that the EP is coming out this week? Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, I've been working on this EP for I think the last two years and then when I went to America last year, then around that time, that's when like most of the songs on the EP were written. And I was like, wait, these are good. So, <laughs> so I just feel it's just a whole lot of work from, you know, myself, my team, um, the writers that I work with. It's such a, it's such a team effort. It's crazy seeing like the body of work all together that to be released and uh, yeah, crazy just seeing the work in one place. Well, it's actually many places. It's everywhere, but it's it's all it's all like to be out in the public. Of course, it, this EP was written. I think uh, if I've done this correctly, it was written in or across LA, Nashville, and Sweden. What was it like, kind of writing in all the all those places? And I guess was it conducive to what the songs ended up? being like I know that there's and I'll touch on it a little bit later there's a song on the EP that's a little slower maybe a bit more acoustic is that a result of being in Nashville no which is a surprising so <laughs> that one that's called stupid thing to say I wrote that two years ago on a couch with Cyrus Jim Alexander and Jim and that was just one night when we were I think it was like COVID time we went over there, it was like 12 o'clock and started playing these chords in the guitar, random. And then I was like, wait, this is the song that I want. And I was like, can we actually write this right now? And we wrote and then I just stuck with it. And the funny thing about that one was I didn't know what song I wanted to put on my EP, whether it was out of the thing to say or I posted a snippet of a song called Doomsday on my Instagram, if you might remember that one. Mm-hmm. And it was out of either of those, and I gave a poll to the public, and it literally came back 50-50 for both songs. <laughs> so the first song that could be produced as quick as it could within the next week was the one that we would choose. So stupid thing to say has been chosen because of that reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, that was done in Sydney with RMS, <laughs> which is crazy. And in Nashville, that was... Heartbreaker. Okay, I can see that. That kind of does make sense. When you listen to Heartbreaker, <laughs> it has a, um, I guess, and an, uh, for anyone who hasn't been to Nashville, a certain flair to that song I can now kind of hear that's got a bit of a touch of Nashville. It's not country, but it's, um, yeah. might be those guitars at the start when it comes in. Da, 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 da. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> So good. Um, making that in Nashville, and then we got Styles for to finish the rest of it, and he lives in Melbourne. So, honestly, things are just <laughs> so spread out. <laughs> There's no <laughs> structure. It's like having fun making it. So, yeah. That's very cool. I believe Time Bombs, the title track, uh, was was done in Sweden, or if I'm getting this one correct. Yes. yes. Yep. All can, done in Sweden. Sorry, keep going. No, no, no. I was just going to say, can you talk us through, I guess, why this one became the title of the EP, and then I guess talk us through a little bit of the story behind Time Bombs, because I think it has a um, 
I want to say a heartwarming or heartbreaking story. I'm not sure which one it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, was written in Sweden last year when I was, it was around the time where I was having my gay opening. Sweden, and I met this girl on, like, the first night that I was there. Second night on, we, it was, like, the most insane romance. For the eight days, I was there for nine days in total, and it was just crazy. I moved into her place in on like the the third day, <laughs> like <laughs> classic union. Um, and end of the, I think it was like the second last day. I had a session. I was so sick as well. I really wanted to cancel this session, and. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, I really wanted to cancel the end. Yeah. A&R was like, just get to write fall in love and I was like bye (laughs) (laughs) to the session um with and we started writing time bomb because oh that name it just felt very um it felt very I felt like every single relationship of mine and up whether it's me or the other person that blows up to be honest the react person does or it just goes either way because i wrote the song for her for the girl in sweet because at time there would be like a certain times left to leave the country and every time we danced and every time like, i wasn't asleep there so i would mostly just be like staring at just hating the time ticking down before I had to leave. So my song came out that day and it just felt so special. There was something about it. And then left the country so heartbroken. And I kind of realised after the time bombs felt like the e because all of my songs that I chose ended up in 
a big heartbreak or something really, really got me. And it just made sense for that. So, yeah, then the day I posted my mom video and I can't, like, the people that have been since relationship and to that song has been crazy and so this is like the most amount of saves on a video that I've gotten that quickly so I think it was right I think it was the right move for everything everything happens for a reason I just I know that so anyways that's time bombs (laughs) (laughs) well firstly thank you for sharing that because I imagine that it is um We've spoken about heartbreak before, but it is it, it is always um what, what's the the 80s song "Love Is a Battlefield." It can be difficult sometimes to talk about, so I appreciate you um, sharing that with us. Thank you. With your um, as we have been speaking over the years, I think we spoke initially for your first single "Hard for Me," and then throughout a number of different releases. Have you found with "Worst Tasting Girls" coming out earlier this year and it being uh, what you advised as, I think, your first queer song or first queer written song, with that freedom that I imagine comes with that, have you found your songwriting change across the years now that you've kind of become more of yourself and more, um, like, you, if that makes sense? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like, you know, I've definitely grown into writing... I don't know how I've grown, but I guess I've just learnt different techniques and how to get my words out properly but I I definitely write the best when I'm writing from something I'm going through then and there mm-hmm. I find it difficult to like look back on something but if I'm if I'm going through it then I'll be writing like my best song which is like what I feel like Hard to was and Time Bomb I really really love that one I think that's one of my favourite songs I've written and that was you know in the moment. So, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) Has my writing grown? (laughs) Yes, yeah. (laughs) Yes, I feel like it has. I feel like it has in every song. (laughs) Oh, and the freedom of being gay. I feel like I never really knew who I was. Um, And I know that, you know, being gay isn't my, isn't who I am and everything that that I am but I think it it's really helped me just find myself for some reason and connect connect with everyone out there listening to my music um and whenever I do perform for queer crowds I've never felt so safe and comfortable and supported in my life so very happy that I realized I was finally queer (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. And I, I, w- I wanted to kind of touch on that little thing that you mentioned at the end, performing uh, well, in front of, of any crowd, but I know that obviously there is a, a large um, subsection of your fan base that is from the queer community. Um, regardless, you are taking Time Bombs out on the road in July on your own headline tour, which I know has been a long time coming as well. How excited are you for these shows? I'm so, I'm so excited to finally have my own show. <laughs> I'm going to deck the stage out and try and make it look a little bit like the EP. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I'm just so excited to sing all these songs and actually have people know the words because mm-hmm. I feel like for my last, 
for my last headline show, you know, people knew hard for me, Arizona, and I suck at being lonely. And now people will know majority of the songs if they choose to listen to it. So that's going to be wild. That's going to feel so much more comfortable not having people just standing there staring at you, if you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel that like there's a lot of dreams that people have where people are just being stared at and it's nice to um, have them reciprocate back, not just stare blankly at you. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully sing the lyrics back at me. That's like that's the big goal. Exactly. Is, is there a song from the EP that you hope, actually maybe in both a live setting and just in general, that you hope does resonate with the audience, one that you hope they are singing back to you in the crowd, but also one that you just hope kind of lands with the audience? Um, gosh, I feel like all of them. <laughs> Because every <laughs> every song has a different meaning. Like I feel like Heartbreaker makes you feel really strong in yourself and it makes you feel really in, in kind of just saying like you're just a heartbreaker, you're just you're just a mean person and I'm just gonna rise above that and I'm not gonna care about that. And then worst tasting girls is like just embracing the <laughs> my life is fucked up <laughs> and time bomb I don't know, like every single song just has a different meaning, so it just hits people in different ways. Um, but I would love to see people singing Time Bomb back at me. And stupid thing to say, oh, all of them. I'm sorry, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we will put that call out there now then. Make sure you know all the words, all the songs. There is no differentiating um, between. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you do not, you will be kicked out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gently move to the back of the room <laughs> so that those who do know can move forward. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, as mentioned at the start of the episode as well, you're going on tour with G Flip in September. Um, and then, it, which is very exciting as well, it feels like we're getting a lot of live, uh, a lot of Charlie live and, and around the country. Can we expect a full tour, maybe a visit in Adelaide at some point? I can tell you that I've I've booked a tour with another insane artist that I look up to. That's going to be at the end of the year, and that will be mm-hmm. a full Australian tour. But I cannot announce it yet, and it is the best thing I've <laughs> ever heard in my life. I cried when I when I got it. So we will keep tight lipped until then. But that's very exciting <laughs> to hear. <laughs> we are going to try and make it. Um, across to Sydney next week, hopefully for the headline tour for Time Bombs anyway, but um, always love a cheeky Adelaide visit. Please, let, when, when it does get announced, we'll, we'll make sure you're well looked after. Um, <laughs> as you would always know, we um, usually ask our guests what they're currently listening to at the moment. Is there anything that's kind of on high rotation for yourself? Ooh. I honestly have not been listening to music lately. It's crazy. I've been so busy. <laughs> but if I, do, <laughs> if I do listen to anything, it's, the, it's 1975. And I put that on rotation completely all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, 1975 is, is, my, is my comfort music right now because I feel like I've just been so busy. So... 
perfect choice. Love, love that. Um, we are very pro 1975 and Maddie Healy here. Yes. Just out of curiosity, can I get your take on the, um, what is it, Raddy Healy and Taylor Swift drama <laughs> that has played out over the last <laughs> month or two? Oh, gosh. I, uh, it's going to be some good music. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna make some good music out of whatever happens. <laughs> so good on them. If it's, if it's amazing, then that's, that's amazing for them. But good music. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. Regardless, we'll get uh, some quality music from both parties. So uh, I very much agreed with that. Um, Charlie, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast once again. Congratulations on Time Bombs, uh, which is out this week. Uh, it's in the show notes for the podcast. We'll make sure everyone can uh, stream it, buy it, buy your merch, which is out, which I forgot to mention, but it's incredible. Um, and no, thank you again for coming on. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.